Give us strength when we 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, the one and only Ian Bush. That song was written and performed by a artist that is the first time on our show tonight, Corey M. Coons. It's called Freedom Road, and we're going to talk about that song in a few minutes. But first, I want to tell you about Corey. This is one amazing young man, and I say he's young because he's younger than me, and I'm probably old enough to be his grandmother. For the past 30 years, Ottawa-based singer-songwriter Corey M. Coons has been performing and, and recording his signature blend of rootsy rock. His brand of melodic, guitar-driven music and often introspective lyrics have brought favorable comparisons to icons like... Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Bon Jovi, John Mellencamp, Tom Petty, and even Keith Urban, some of my favorite artists. Coons has amassed over 170,000 Spotify streams, and he has racked up both the top 20 iTunes Canada single and a number two international iTunes single. This kind of popularity has also made the industry stand up and take notice, as they should. Coons has been nominated for multiple Josie Music Awards in the International Singer-Songwriter Association Awards, and he's won the prestigious Producers' Choice Honors for his work with legendary rock producer, are y'all ready for this one, Ron Nevison. He's involved with Heart, Bad Company, Damn Yankees, Survivor, Sticks, and Night Ranger. On October 1st, 2021, Corey released the latest chapter in his storied history. His single, the song we just heard, Freedom Road, MTS Records, My Friend Michael Stover, paints an accurate picture of the current situation at home and abroad. This has built up much, much frustration, anger, and confusion in this chaotic world. Coons wants his audience to realize they should be brave and stand up for their beliefs. He believes that asking God for strength and finding common ground is our way to redemption. This is a man after my own heart. He says, and I quote, I feel the song talks about never taking freedom and the simple things in life for granted in these current difficult times we are faced with. It also covers the loss of innocence and asking God for healing from above on our journey of faith. Be still my beating heart. Freedom Road was written by Corey M. Coons, and it features the talents of Mark Dean Moore on guitars and Chris Golden. Are y'all ready for this? And again, one of my favorite groups, son of Oak Ridge Boys, William Lee Golden on drums and keys. He produced the track with Moore, who also mixed and mastered. Corey, thank you for the honor of being with us for an hour tonight. We are in the presence of greatness. Well, thank you so much, Yvonne. It's such a pleasure to be here. I mean, those are uh, <laughs> a lot of words to, uh, I feel very honored to listen to you speak like that, and I'm very, very honored to be here talking with you tonight, and uh, it's just uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this very much. It, it This show is anything but dull, I'm going to tell you. it. That's why we call it Off the Chain. <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah. there, there was some confusion a couple of 
a month or so ago or a week or so. I can't remember. Time flies. And Corey thought he was supposed to be on one time. Either I didn't write it down or Michael had a brain cramp. We don't know. Both of us are, are insane. Some, all three of mm-hmm. us are insane sometimes. But he did agree to come back tonight, and I am so, so, so grateful. And publicly, I am once again apologizing for the faux pas and the fact that he has agreed to sit down with us and, and just chat with our 146,995 listeners in 36 different countries. And ladies and gentlemen, do not go now, because if you do, I will hunt you down, and I will drag you back so that you can listen <laughs> to the show. But he does have YouTubes out there, and we're going to talk about some of those, too, and listen to a couple of more of his songs. But, Corey, your voice is so soothing. I do believe that if you were out somewhere and there was a wild animal and it was having a debate with itself if it was going to have you for dinner and you sang to it, it would lay down and go to sleep. Oh, well, thank you so much. That's a great compliment. I appreciate that. I mean, I live out here in uh, in the country, up in eastern Ontario, Canada, if you're not familiar with where I'm from here. It's just south of the capital city of Ottawa, about uh, 35 minutes, 40, about a 40-minute drive, I guess south of ottawa but uh so i don't know there's lots of animals out here so i've never really tried putting one to sleep but maybe i should do that once in a while <laughs> uh, so that would make a great video because you, it would you be have fun. that it would you you have that type of voice of what i grew up hearing be called the crooners it's 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 a soft soothing tone that you, you could probably sing cereal box commercials and it would it would be a number one hit because of the way you you tell a story in your songs the first time i listened to freedom road i'm going oh my word he he, he's got it he nails it in a in a different way and people that are out there in in this two years and two and a half years of insanity, if they would just sit down and listen to the words and understand we're just sojourners here. This this world is not our home. We're just traveling through. Yeah. Well, I think you, I mean, you really kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's just, it's one of those songs that I really, really wanted to get that message out there about, you know, we really need to bring people together and um, there's been so much divide. There's been so much, like I talked about earlier, or you mentioned about uh, in some of the notes that you talked about from the song, is there's so much um, frustration and you know anger with people over the last almost two years. Just I think that uh, it's so long overdue that we need people to come together and stop being divided over over really something in my opinion that's been overblown in a lot of in you know, a lot of situations and uh, you know I don't want to get too deep into that topic but you know it's just it's tiresome for many people and especially where I am we're kind of going back into some more what I call nonsense here over the holidays of just you know keeping people apart from the holidays our government's coming out with new things all the time here just you know keeping us apart again instead of bringing people together it's just this song, I really, I really want that message to be strong, and I just want people to um, never take the freedoms we have for granted in life, because you know they can be taken away by some really kind of just senseless stuff, you know, in a heartbeat, and it's been happening, you know, and uh, it's you tough to ab- talk about, but it's all, 
you know, but I, like I said, it's, it's people need to start having these conversations and not fighting about them, but start seeing there's two sides to this story since this whole thing's been happening, you know? Well, the, the unintended consequences of the two years of stupidity and sanity has created yeah. a void you know, on many different levels between suicide, homicide, domestic abuse, drug abuse, alcoholism, oh total isolation, depression, uh PTSD, things that people never get over. The pandemic is in so much of those things that you're talking about way more than what, you know, in my opinion, some of this other stuff we've had to deal with. You know, it's, you hit it right on the head. I really, I truly agree with you there 100%. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen to Freedom Road and have faith over fear stop living in fear because understand it doesn't matter what we die from none of us are going to get out of here alive unless he unless god jesus comes down and calls us up but even then we're going to die we are not going to get out and it doesn't matter what we die from we're all going to die i've had eight deaths in as many years it it, it happens we need to live life. We need to be together and enjoy each other's company and not, like I said, not take that for granted either, right? Exactly. See, I knew I was in love with you for some reason. Corey, you're a man <laughs> after me on Irish heart. <laughs> Ian, jump well, in any time, my darling. You're welcome. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. With we, we've gone off the chain. I can't, I can't <laughs> partake. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting back. Y'all, y'all got the show tonight. No, hey, it's good talking to you, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show, and um, thanks for giving us a little bit of your time. So you kind of already alluded to it a little bit. Um, On Freedom Road, uh, there was an interview that, you know, they said that you stated when you have to brave the storm is kind of what Freedom Road is talking about, right? When you have just to face it head on, without fear, just going, going at it. What is a time that you had to break the storm? And I think you already kind of alluded to it, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go on that and open it up to you, and so you can tell the audience. Well, thank you once again, Ian, and I, I love being here talking to you as well. Thanks for the question. Um, yeah. I think just braving the storm is, you know, things that basically come up in life that get presented like walls that we have to kind of you know, get over and and get through these really difficult times. I think, you know, standing up for your beliefs is is one thing that's really true to my heart. I mean, you know, if you sit back and you and you don't you don't stand up for something that you truly believe in, I mean, who knows what might happen? Who knows what you're going to get, you know, sort of trounced on from somebody or something that you really really you know stand stand up for. Like, I think if we speak our mm-hmm. truth, you know, and it comes mm-hmm. from the heart. I mean, it's it's just very important. I just don't think you can, you can not, uh, you have to be honest. I mean, I just don't think you can be, be walked on for things that you believe in and so a lot of stuff that's been happening. Oop, I'm sorry. So what's one truth that you've had to stand up for and, and, and defend that you believe in that you would be able well, to share freedom for sure. Yeah. Freedom. I mean, <laughs> the song talks about, I mean, and, and where, where I am right now, we're, you know, we've, we've really had our freedoms sort of shoved back in the corner. I mean, we've had some things taken away from us in a lot of regards. I mean, some people don't feel that way, but I truly do. I mean, there's, there's things that we just, um, we seem to have lost, you know, in this whole thing. And uh, I think that's the main thing is to stand up for your freedom 
and uh, stand up for your family and uh, the things that you're going through and uh, your friends, obviously, and your your inner mm-hmm. circles of people. You know, yeah, that's important. What um, have you ever traveled anywhere abroad? Yeah, actually, I've spent quite a bit of time in the United States in the last few years. Um, like uh, Yvonne mentioned earlier, I was down in uh, yeah. Tennessee a couple of years ago for the Josie Music Awards and uh, was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to get down there with my family and travel at the same time and kind of make it sort of a vacation and uh, and then get to the award show at the same time. And uh, so, yeah, we traveled. And earlier that year, have in you, 2019... We... Have you traveled anywhere else besides the United States? Um, traveled in uh, across Ontario, uh, most of Ontario back in the early 90s. I traveled with a, another mm-hmm. record, not a recording band, but a traveling music group. Um, gotcha. Traveled across, on, yeah, went out west in Ontario, or sorry, went out west in Canada when I was just mm-hmm. a young kid, and then several times since then I flew out to visit some relatives that I have out uh, in Kelowna, British Columbia, and, and that area of Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So my, my, my question was more leaning to, so I've heard a lot of people talk about freedom, right? And they've um, gone to countries where they're a little bit more impoverished or not as free. So that's kind of the, the thread that I was trying to pull is I didn't know if you, um, I know we've had a lot of listeners on the show who have gone to other countries and have not experienced the same amount of freedom that we have. So right. was, that's more right. where I'm kind of going with that is, um you know, actually supporting your claim, like, yeah, we, we don't want to yeah. become like other countries where we get told what to say and how to say it and what to eat and how to eat. And, and so that was more, yeah. I was more supporting your claim than, than anything. I didn't know if you've ever been somewhere that you've experienced that before or not. Right. No, it's a great question, Ian. And to, to kind of, uh, you know, take that a little bit further, me personally, maybe not going to some of those countries myself, but I'm seeing lots of stories of people like here, at least in Canada, that I'm seeing that are, have come from those backgrounds, and they're really saying, you know, there's this is a scary trend that we're on, and they're seeing similarities of things that have happened in, like, other countries, you know, like you're talking about, where they've lost their freedoms, and it's a scary thing to, to yeah. see people coming forward that know and recognize, you know, oh, the yeah. signs of these things, yeah. No, I agree, I and I'm glad that you brought that up, too, because... Um, Again, not trying to discredit you or, or, or cut you down or anything, but I've heard a lot of people who said, like, oh, man, our freedoms are under attack. And I'm like, have you ever been outside of America? Well, no. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> talked to anybody in another country? Well, no. So I think it was important to our listeners because, um, you know, Yvonne is very proud to admit that we're heard in, I believe, 35 countries that you you do have a worldly ear. You're not just speaking out of a place of ignorance. You have heard of other people. Um, right. So I, I mean, I obviously we don't have it. Part. Yeah, we don't have it as bad here as some places. I'm not trying no, to say no, that, no, but no. I mean, it, it's a trend that I think you know can be very easily misconstrued by people if they don't see certain signs of things. Exactly. And you just c- yeah. continue to let things build up and get worse. You know. Complacency. Well, and I was just trying to build Com- your. Complacency is a wonderful tool for people in power that want mm-hmm. to strip a, a country's peoples of those inalienable rights. And I, I agree with both you guys that in many instances, 
we generally have become complacent in our attitude about the things that are being thrown at us and the name of we are protecting you. Well, when the government says, I'm here to help you, I'm running the hell the other way because the government does not protect me. I protect me. My God protects me. I don't need the government to try to protect me. The government will get me killed. Yeah, the government uh, is not something that you can necessarily always, um, how do I say it, put in your back pocket and and believe everything that you're hearing and seeing, I guess. Um, (laughs) That's that's an unfortunate thing because they're representatives of the people, so you would assume, assume, and we know what happens when you assume, (laughs) um, that they would be for the people of the people, right? So I kind yeah. of agree with you, but I kind of don't. I think you still have those silver linings where there there are those true people that really do get in there to oh yeah, do good, I agree. but you know, you 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 always have the bad the bad bananas. <laughs> they may go in with No, I agree in. with you. There's a, actually there's a lot of good people that are that are still in government and they're not getting heard. That's yeah. the problem. And I think there's censorship, right, that's, exactly. you know, and it gets political and it gets, you know, on those types of levels and like you said, there are some good people out there fighting for different things, and uh, it's just let's just hope that their voice keeps getting through as well. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I, this is fine. We call it off the chain. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'm like, I don't even know if I can go to these other questions anymore, Yvonne. I think I'm out. No. Um, so my next question is actually about the music. <laughs> good. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. It's okay. So um, you've had a lot of big um, – Milestones, if you will. You are number six of ten at the Radio Indie Alliance, and then you are number seventy of the fan voted Roots chart. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So my question is, what's what's your key to all these successes? Did it happen overnight? Because I read that you have, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, you have over thirty years of experience. So did this happen overnight? And what was your biggest piece of advice when you're going through this? What what kept you going? What what motivated you? Well, another great question. Thank you, Ian, for that one. Um, I, I call it a 30-year overnight success story. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I started writing music probably, you know, uh, early days of high school, maybe even before that, maybe like late what we call public school here or elementary school when I started you know, playing music myself. I started playing bass guitar around the age of 13, and I'm almost 50. I'm one year, you know, if, if you know, God willing, I, I turn 50 next April. So, so I, you know, I've been around. I've I've traveled, and I've I've sort of paid my dues in music, and sometimes on a you know a part-time level, but most of the time it's been a full-time level. You know, as much as since I started playing music, I always wanted it to be full-time as much as possible. So, so I mean, um, yeah, it's been a long road, and um, I'm sorry. What was the second half of your question, Ian? We lost him. He's on Sorry mute. about that. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I've been doing these shows since July, and sometimes I get so excited, I still talk on mute. So, <laughs> you. I think that's it was, the hardest was, I've ever heard Yvonne laugh too. So I'm gonna take my um my my not so successful story and make it a successful story. That was the hardest <laughs> I've made Yvonne laugh. So there we go. No, um. So the second part was like, what was your motivator? You know, you you said that this was a overnight thirty-year 
gig, but like what, what kept you going for 30 years? Cause you know, some people don't even, you know, do the same habit for a year, let alone for that amount of time. What, what kept you going? Was there, was it faith? Was it an internal motivator? Was it family? What, what, what kept you going? I think it was a lot of passion. Um, you know, I've always had the passion with music and with my family. They were always supportive. You know, God rest my mom and dad. They're passed on now, both of them. But when I grew up, not far just down the road from where I ha- where I am now, this is actually my my mother's home farm that she grew up on, where I'm where we live now, actually. But just down the road, we had our own little house and stuff that we grew up in with my mom and dad. And so, you know, they were a big a big part of me and my success as far as, you know, always being supportive. I always say if it wasn't for them, you know, I I probably would never be along as far as where I am today and God bless them both and I love them and miss them dearly. But um you know, yeah, just passion, I think, believing, you know, a belief in myself and a belief in and having faith too, for sure. I've always had I've always had that background of faith, you know, with me and coming from that from my mom for sure too and you know, talking about crooners earlier when Yvonne was talking, and I think my dad, he was kind of a, he would sing around the house just crooning the old Dean Martin and the, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra style big band music, you know. So I don't know when she mentioned that, I kind of had a little laugh, you know, in the back of my mind, thinking of my dad when he used to, actually in the room I'm talking to you now, he'd sit in here and put on the CDs of like, you know, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Frankie Valley, and all that stuff, you know. So... He never took his singing anywhere as far as professionally, but he was, you know, he's a good singer, just kind of loved doing that stuff. So maybe that's where some of it comes from. And then my mom kind of, she had like a, one of those old Magnus air organs, you know, from back in the day when I grew up. And I used to kind of, I think I started maybe dabbling on that a little bit with like, you know, the numbers on the keys and playing the organ. And I had to, had to start playing guitar around, thir- you know, 13, like I said, along with bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. really passionate. Passion is the number one driving force, and but having a good balance now with my family, like with my seven-year-old, she's seven and a half now, my daughter and, and my wife. I mean, that balance between families is so important for me. You know, I'm not sure where I'd be without yeah. that. So, and and yeah. that, believe it or not, Ian, I'm going to interrupt you just a minute because as we no, just show, fun, <laughs> I know as as with this show, ladies and gentlemen, if if this is your first time listening. We one thread leads to another thread, and it, it it all just falls into place. But because you have mentioned your beautiful daughter, Corey, tonight yeah. I am going to play something that I found, and I have seen this video, and it just melts my heart. So, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to play a song, and I know what the song is about, but we're going to wait till after the song to talk about it. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our guest music artist, Corey M. Coons, and this is his song called Eyes of Blue. But it's not...
to explain it to you. I pulled that song off of his video. No, you cannot go look at it now because I will find you and drag you back and you will miss stuff. So you'll just have to wait until after the show. Corey, I watched that video and it, it that touched my heart. That was just pure, unadulterated love. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, we did... I put that song and video together um, when my daughter turned two. It was kind of a little birthday gift, and, and you know, put that together for her, and it's all that footage, and uh, wrote that song basically, you know, as a tribute to her. And she's the light of our lives, you know, since uh, she's been here. And I can tell you played the video because I can hear all the little background so- sounds and stuff in there, and I remember all that. So <laughs> I was kind of giggling. well, and I did. I left that in intentionally because I want I want people to go see the video, but the 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 background tells the story of the song. And yeah. That and that is that sweet little girl and her mom and dad is just so proud of her. And ladies and gentlemen, when you go see the video, you'll understand why. Because she's a toddler, she's two years old, and I've. <laughs> had toddlers at two years old and I wanted to bury mine but they they did live to adulthood I haven't killed them yet but that's still on the table 
just depends on how they behave, even though they're grown. <laughs> but she, she is just so adorable. And, well, and thank you. That, that's going to be a memory that when she grows up, she will really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny enough, she's just sitting outside of uh, where I'm talking to you in the next room here, and her and my wife. So uh, I was I was putting the phone to her ear as you were playing the song. I said, listen, Charlie, here's uh, you recognize this song? <laughs> so it's, it was great to hear that again. Thank you. You yeah. are quite welcome. I, I, do, I do find things because that's my background. I know how to go hunt things for our guests. And speaking of hunting things about our guests, you and I have a common friend that I bet you didn't even know about. I've known them for a long, long time, and that would be G.W. Pominster and his Hanging with Webb show. Yeah. Actually, I just saw, I think uh, he posted or liked something on something that I posted today. I hadn't seen his name pop up in a while, but, yeah, I miss the uh, I miss the folks. Last year they had me on a show for their Christmas uh sort of a Christmas celebration for the Hanging With Web show. So I hadn't heard from them much in the last little while, but uh, tell them I said hello if you're talking to them for sure. Uh, they've been super, super busy. There's people, I thought I was busy. They're so busy they can't even get it out of their own way, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I've watched their, their little one grow up. The first time I met him, he was four, and now he's oh, yeah. 12 or 13 years old. So that's how long I've known them. Forever and a day. Yeah, they had me on a couple of shows uh, in uh, 2020, I believe it was, like some uh, some shows like um, pod, not podcasts, but just uh, you know live shows with video footage for me here at home, joining some other artists they had on at the same time, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and I know Ian's on mute and he's probably uh, choking back tears because he. He has a, a little girl too, and she's the apple of his eye. So I'll wait for oh, him yeah. to get. See there he oh, is. Oh, right on. How old is <laughs> right she, Ian? Yeah, she doesn't have to say anything more. I'm just like, oh yeah, yes. No, she uh, just turned six, and actually, it's uh, kind of ironic um, and cool that you did that song for your daughter's birthday because for my daughter's birthday, she made her first worldwide radio show appearance. Oh, sweet. So, on this show. Yeah, awesome. Yvonne, was, Yvonne was very sweet and let uh, Winifred, my daughter, um, come on the show and ask a couple questions to our um, children's author that was our guest that night. What was her name, Yvonne? Do you remember? Linda Zarn. Linda Zarn, yep. And mm-hmm. it was so cute because, um, and, and I'm not telling you what to do, but as a fellow father to a daughter, you definitely have to let her play an instrument in your next video or something because, man, she had so much fun thinking about all the questions she wanted to ask her and, and the research that went into it and, oh, and wow. all of that. And she was just she was tickled pink. And actually, Yvonne said she asked pretty good questions. I, I'm taking Yvonne's point of view because I'm a little bit biased. I think she asked the bestest of questions all the time, you know? She, she, but, um, she did very well. <laughs> We always have but, to think um, that for sure as our as a, as a right, father. Exactly. We always have to think that, right? <laughs> but the next music video, I, I'm challenging you. I want to see her play an instrument with you, something, somewhere. Unless the, the well, she, I didn't. She, she was playing video. drums in that video a little bit when she was. was she, she had her own set of drums. Okay. Yeah, but 
she does uh, she had that and she does uh, right now actually got her uh, a little ukulele that we've been kind of messing around with a little bit but um she does dabble on the piano a little bit but she sings obviously and she sang on some songs with me too so that's awesome that's really cool man i, I love yeah. this this and and see ladies and gentlemen this is what we do because i have been in this industry, in the indie industry, for before it was even considered the end thing to be, I, when I first broke into the indie industry, you should have seen the looks I got and the, the way people looked down their noses at us because we weren't big names. Well, in the, the 15, 16, 17 years, we have grown exponentially. And when you open up your your eyes and your heart and you allow yourself to to listen to things that are not within the quote-unquote standard and norm, you find artists like Corey, who's been out there for a long time and is such an amazing artist. And bring so much to the table. And if, no, you can't go now, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to wait. I'm sorry. We still got 20 minutes left in another song. Do not leave the show. You're going to find things you've never heard before. I mean, Corey, the more I listen to you, I would go stand in line to watch your show. And I don't stand in line for anybody. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. And I wanted to uh, to make another comment to Ian when he was asking about some hardships and stuff. I just kind of was thinking about that when I was talking about my mom and dad. I think, uh, you know, that was a big a big hurdle for me, you know, losing my mom, first of all, before I turned 30. You know, she was uh, obviously a big light in my life. And, and my dad, 10 years yeah. later to the, to the day, actually, the calendar date of uh, October 13th, 10 years to that date Oof. later, he passed away and... And, uh, you know, those are real challenges and those are real hurdles that you have to get over in your life. And um, But, you know, if you believe in faith and you, you keep that faith, I mean, everything happens for a reason. And I know they're with me everywhere I go, and obviously, you know, the Spirit's always there, and uh, we just we just truck on, right? We move forward. Yes, we oh, do. Yeah. Well, we Yvonne can't... actually talked about that, too, when um, the show was going on. Didn't you post that today, Yvonne, talking about yes. characters? Yes, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. I, yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. The um, we lost another really good friend of ours who's internationally known. And right before the show ends, I'm going to run a about a, a two minute clip. We're going to do a special show, and I'll talk all about that towards the end of the show. But mm-hmm. you can't forget. You can't. We don't ever move on because if we move on, then it's like they never no. existed. What we do is we move forward, and yeah, we hold them in our heart sure. because they are there with the memories. I don't think that just from our conversations tonight, the passion that you have in your music came from your parents, and I hear that in the love that you talk about them and the inspiration that they gave you if you had not had that encouragement and that love it would not come through in your music mm-hmm. oh i believe that 100 percent. i think you're you're 100 percent correct on that you know i just i feel them all the time i feel their presence i feel their you know their spirit 
it's it's a lot about uh you know spirituality is a big thing for me you know mm-hmm. I've been finding a little bit you know probably a lot more of that in the last seven or eight years, especially I think with my music and uh you know coming from a real rock background in the beginning and well, the very beginning when I was growing up was kind of a country thing and stuff, and then rock background through my high school days and into my 20s, and then kind of coming back full circle with sort of bits and pieces of country coming back in, and southern rock and, you know, roots rock, all that sort of stuff. And But, yeah, they're definitely uh, a huge part of uh, of where I've come in my life. I know I owe a lot well, to and I, and Dad. Sorry about that. Man, I am just... Interrupting all of you tonight. I am oh, so no. sorry. I'm just so excited to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, good. So I think um, the don't laugh at me, Yvonne. How dare you? She's gonna ground me. You hear this? She's gonna put me in the corner. Um, no, I think I think the the most comforting thing that I've come to realize that I tell people, and I don't know if this helps you too tonight or not, and, or any listener that's listening tonight. Is so when I was growing up, my biggest fear was of being forgotten, right? It wasn't height, right. it wasn't, you know, whatever. It was just literally being forgotten. And I don't remember who told me this, or maybe it was just a, a dream or a premonition or something. But something in my life told me that if you tell the stories of other people, they never die, that they continue to live, right? Very and true. That gave me a Very lot of true. comfort. Because when I was so worried as a as a young man, you know, starting out on my writing career, and you know, oh, I want to be a firefighter. Oh, I want to I want to do this. I want to be a teacher, and yada yada yada. But I'm just afraid that I'm not going to make a big enough impact. I remember either again, I don't remember if someone told me this or if like I, you know, if it just kind of came to me. You know, I, I'm a little bit um, I'm more spiritual than faith based, so maybe it was just something that came inside me, but, um, yeah, that's something that's always comforted me when somebody passes or even if people, um, you know, it sounds really sad, but they're dead, but still alive, you know, they're just, they don't serve a purpose in your life anymore. They bring you down more than they build you up is that, you know, you can still honor their memory by just keeping their stories alive of, you know, Oh, I remember when we did this, or I remember, you know, this type of person. So, I don't know if that's going to help you choose night, but that's kind of what's given me solace when people that I really care about, I lose, regardless if it's, you know, mortality. Oh, that's a great way. Yeah, a great way to put it. I I believe that for sure. I mean, I think it's a combination for me. I mean, I'm I'm pretty spiritual as far as, you know, just as opposed to religion, I think. I'm more spiritual, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. but I still, you know, have a strong, Mm -hmm. strong belief in God and stuff, and... Yeah. But I just, I, you know, religion's a tough thing to talk about for a lot of people. It's been, a, you know, yeah. <laughs> the cause of many well, wars over the years. So we we just talk about everything. <laughs> well, we don't care. What, and and the, yeah. That, yeah, we don't. We don't. What is, this, that is what I makes think it's best so to say, beautiful. you know, if you you believe what you believe, I'll believe what I believe, and if we can all just get along, I think everything will be will be great. You know. You know, it's hilarious that you say that. Cause I literally just talked about that a couple of days ago. I'm like, why the heck? If it doesn't impact my life, and, and you know, I, I won't uh, slander my fellow Michigan brethren and sisters, you know, because Canada and Michigan are so close, and they sometimes uh, say that we sound alike, but if you're, you're, you're stuff, we'll just say stuff, it's more important than stuff, but if your things in life don't impact my life, why would I give a crap? 
Exactly. Like, yeah. Just, just you go, know it, just brother. go do. Right. Yeah. Your brother across the border. I love it. But you get what I'm saying. I think that's a very northern mentality. Is like, man, I don't care if you want to go outside and scream like a freaking cicada in the summer. Like, just go do it. As long as it doesn't wake me up in the morning, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, now I would, I, I would, I would wake everybody up because when I'm up, the whole world has to get up. Nobody sleeps in my house. They're not allowed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sleeps so at now, night too because they're listening to Off the Chain. <laughs> so now, Ian, you're in Michigan, and Yvonne, you're in Florida. Is that correct? You are correct. So how and did you're you, in Ottawa? This, I, now I'm asking the question. So how did that come about? How did you guys know each other? From whoa, 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 Yvonne! I didn't know we were going to be interviewed tonight. This is, <laughs> this is peculiar. <laughs> What happened is many years ago, Ian was in a writer's group, and they got the writer's group got burned by a nefarious person. And because I am someone that will go after people that abuse other people and do it with a vengeance, I took this group under my wing. And Ian would cover for me when I start when I did the show the last time. If I, especially towards the end when my husband was dying, I'd say, Ian, do you mind? Well, the first couple of times he'd say, I'm not so sure. I said, You've got this. You know, you're a big boy. Put your big boy pants on and just do it. You know, we're not canceling the show. And and so when I brought the show back, I asked him if he wanted to co-host, and he jumped on it. And I am like his adopted mother. I'll put call him on the carpet in a New York minute. I don't care. It's one of my kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's That's funny, too, story. because, you know, how, um, actually, I don't think we've ever talked about this, so here you go, like, off-the-chain exclusive, right? Like, this is, we're opening some eyes now. So, you can give me credit later because, out there. Yeah, right. We're going <laughs> to, we're going <laughs> to give you credit in a tagline, right? So, it's strange, because when, Yvonne needed me for off the chain. I was there for her, right? Um, without a doubt. There was a little bit of hesitation. I'm not going to lie because I was a younger man, and I wasn't very confident in myself um, at that time. You know, Even doing public speaking and working in an administrative job where I have to work with other people, I still wasn't that confident. But then the roles flipped. When I really needed Yvonne in July, she came back. And I don't think I've ever mentioned that to her in private, let alone in front of all of our listeners. But it's very strange how the show did a reversal that it was just from the bottom of my heart. I just I loved her show. I loved what it meant. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you need some help. I'm going to give you some help. And then oh, wow. when July rolled around, she saw what I was going through. And she's like, you know what? Like, you need some help. You need some creative inspiration. I know you miss being in, in the artist scene. I'm going to bring you back. So actually, That's awesome. I, I really appreciate you asking that question tonight because I just came to that realization that that's exactly what happened with the show is that all those years ago, she needed me. And then all those years later, I needed her. See, now I'm tearing up. God damn it. Yvonne. <laughs> Well, okay, Play a song, Yvonne. Do something. I'm going to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our last song. Well, we have song, something. This... In... Go ahead. 
I was just going to say one more thing. We have something in common, Ian, because when I was growing up, I was so terrified of public speaking. I could not oh, get yeah. in front of people and talk. That was the worst thing. But you put like a you know an instrument, a guitar, a bass in my hand, and like mm-hmm. that that stuff all went completely away as soon as it had to do with mm-hmm. music and performing and all that, or singing and stuff. But it, you know, when I was in like the sixth, fifth, and sixth grades. I, I would mm-hmm. shake like a leaf, man. You get me in front of somebody trying to say like a minute or two speech or something. It was just crazy, you know. Right. So, but well, and it's hilarious are... for people like us because they don't think we have that. They think that we're so yeah. confident. I'm like, oh no, dude. Every time I write a book and I publish it, oh my god, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm it's terrified the of the reviews. You... Yeah, it's the hardest thing to put yourself out on the line, you know, for people to for when yeah. some, something that you create and that you that you build for yourself it's it's one of the hardest things so you have to just yeah you know push your way through and, and understand that there's going to be lots of people that, that are going to like you and there'll be people that will dislike you so oh, yeah. it's kind of one of those things you know well, and that's what makes us all so cool as indie authors because we have that confidence we're like you know what like i'm just gonna put it out there i just want to do my art and if they like it they like it if they don't you know what there's probably some other musician or artist that they'll listen to but at least i did it you know and a lot of people That's don't right. just do it but i know you've cut chance. you off like two or three times i'm so sorry <laughs> i know you're saying we got that 10 minute mark right yvonne oh no we're we're way past the 10 minute mark we're working on seven minutes now <laughs> So we're not going to get to the, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to get to the third song, but what I am, my my goal is, is Christmas Eve, Friday night, is to run a pre-recorded show with nothing but Christmas music from our indie artists. I will put that out there, and it will be pre-recorded, and it will be nothing but music from our indie artists, and, and Corey's Burning Bright at Christmas will be there because we don't have time to play it tonight. But Corey has agreed to come back, and I'm not above playing Christmas music after Christmas because awesome. it, it can be Christmas every day of the year as far as I'm concerned because I don't play Christmas anyway. I don't like it. I call it the silly season. I think we should be <laughs> kind and giving and selfless and paying it forward and being the change we want to see every day of the world. Well, that's a nice way to put it. It should be Christmas every day, but it unfortunately isn't. So Corey has agreed to come back, but what I do want to say is um, last night at midnight, I got a Facebook post that a friend of mine that the last time I saw him was uh, two years ago when I did an event for our Florida JCS, and it, it was our 50th anniversary of being in existence which my husband helped co-found that organization and T. Bubble Betchel was our keynote speaker. He was the entertainment for the evening. Well we got word that he had died in his sleep. So on Wednesday night and I did not realize that that Christopher Plain who also has a radio show was getting ready to interview him in a few weeks. He also knew him. He's not a JC, not a senator but he also knew Bubba. So did a lot of other of my friends that are on my page that are not in the JCs or in the Senate. So on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, we're going to do a three-hour show to commemorate the comedian T. Double Betchel. We'll be playing some of his skits, and we'll be talking about him. The phone lines will be open, so join us for that. But now we're at the five-minute mark. Corey, what? 
words of wisdom do you have for our audience tonight? Well, first of all, thank you so much again, Yvonne and Ian, for having me here tonight. It's been a real, uh, it's been a real pleasure. I love chatting with you both, and uh, it definitely is off the chain, so that's great. <laughs> and, uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, um, I'm <laughs> now I've just lost my train of thought off the chain. Can you repeat your question for me again? <laughs> See, we have that effect on people. <laughs> Words of wisdom, that's that's Words what you're asking, wisdom. right? Correct. I think you brought it back. Good often, job. Good job, yeah. My memory's not that good bad. Good job. Good okay, job. so <laughs> I think um what I often say to people is um anything that you do, whether it's in the entertainment industry, you know, music or whatever or writing, um just surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with people you can trust, the ones that you can uh you know, they're going to be there for you, and they're not in it for themselves. And you need that team of people. And Because um, if you don't surround yourself with the right people, then I just don't think it's going to get you the end result that you might be looking for. So to me, that's sort of the thing that I like to, to tell people the most is in anything you do, you know, believe in yourself and, uh, and surround yourself with the right people, always. And and I agree with that. And Ladies and gentlemen, that is that is a very true statement. If you can't trust the people that you surround yourself with, they will send you down a path of self-destruction. And, Corey, I, I can't wait to bring you back. Thank you, Michael Stover, for sending Corey to us because... Yeah, Michael's great. He is. He and I have been. He and I worked together when I had the show the last time, and when I brought the show back, you were one of the first names he sent me, and we went back oh. and forth getting four or five different emails of all of his artists and writing them down. And and I don't know what happened, but thank goodness you were willing to come back. But Michael has been a big supporter of this show. And I'm going to make a prediction here, and it never fails. Ian will will concur. It never fails. This show is going to send you places you haven't been before. Well, that's awesome. I'm really glad to be here, and I want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and all the best for the new year. And, uh, you too, you know, Bob. Once again, yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, hopefully the, you know, your listeners learned a little bit about me. Hopefully they've learned some good things and <laughs> they weren't turned off, but hey, you know. Oh, they're not. Trust me. They're not. Oh, and, and when this show goes into archives, when I post it, when I post the link, you will also get it uh, to you and to Michael. I want you to take this and put it on your page. Put it wherever you want to because, my friend, this is your show. To reuse oh, sure. over Thank and you. over and over and put it on your YouTube. You can do whatever you want to with it because this is your show. And we are just mm-hmm. so grateful to have you. And I look forward to new music. Uh, Seven Year Itch, we didn't play that one tonight. There's several more songs out there, ladies and gentlemen, that we will be playing. Ian, real quick, words of wisdom. Last show of the year, except for Wednesday night. Oh, man. I already, you know what? I already, I already did my words of wisdom. I'm not going to lie. I just... Keep the memory of those who aren't here anymore alive with the stories and the memories and all that because as long as one person still remembers you and, and, and keeps you alive, you, you'll never die. So that's, that's beautiful, man. That's awesome. I take, th- I take that as the compliment. So, ladies and gentlemen, we don't move on. We move forward. Trust me. You need the memories. So get them while they're still here because when they're gone, the memories go with them. 
the stories go with them. So get the stories so you can keep the memories alive. You become the storyteller in your family and with your friends. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with our guest, the music artist, Corey M. Coons. And, yes, he will be coming back. He has said he would. He's, he's now, we are now his drug of choice. He will, he will be <laughs> I back. I look forward again. to it very much. Because <laughs> we don't ask the usual questions. We don't do scripted shows. We just have fun. We learn about our guests. Mm-hmm. We appreciate our listening audience. We appreciate the 36 countries. We ask you to share this show, to listen in, and to join us on Wednesday night for our tribute to the one and only T-Bubble Betchel, redneck comedian, southern redneck comedian. So until Wednesday night, I wish you all adieu. I wish you a happy holiday. Be safe out there. Corey, we will be speaking later. Ian, I love you, my darling son. Until then, I want... I want to wish you both a good night. And, Corey, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. You both have a great night. You too. Good night, guys. Good night. Love you all. Love you too.